Today, from the International Gospel Hour, let's look at Christ through the eyes of Peter and Peter's pen of inspiration. This is an overview that we hope will renew the soul and refresh direction. That is today, right here from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thanks again to our Jay Webb for his kind words and greetings to all of you. We are delighted that you are with us for our broadcast today from here at the International Gospel Hour. As of this recording of this broadcast, we have been on the air somewhere, somehow, every week for 88 years. Dear friends, we are the longest-running religious, weekly religious radio program in the Churches of Christ, and we are the second longest-running weekly religious program to our knowledge in the genre of radio within its history. We are blessed to do so because of the commitment to God and the open doors that He has granted. Through the diligent work of the late Brother B. E. Howard, Winford Claiborne, and of Jody Apple, we're grateful to continue this broadcast, and I am humbled to come to you each and every opportunity to study the Word of God together. You know, dear friends, I am slowly but surely attempting to go more paperless with over 40 years or so of folders and notebooks. It reminds me of the motivational thought of looking at a huge responsibility beforehand and someone says, well, how do you eat an elephant? And the answer, one bite at a time. (laughs) Slowly but surely, well, progress is being made and it'll get there. And while I was working through a collection of notes and things that I had accumulated in the book of 1 Peter, I came across an outline that I picked up at a preaching seminar years ago penned by Brother Jeff Colson. Now, he took his main points from this outline from the book, Know Your Bible, that was written by the late Frank Dunn, a gospel preacher from Texas. Now, as a matter of fact, Brother Dunn's daughter was the late Holly Dunn, a country music singer and songwriter. You may have heard or even recall the song, Daddy's Hands, that Holly wrote and performed. It was a top ten hit for her, and the song was a tribute to her father, yes, the late Frank Dunn, of whom we are speaking. Well, back to our thoughts today. Brother Colson's work of First Peter is thorough and concise, and what he does is he directs our thoughts to see Christ all throughout First Peter. When I looked over this outline, I thought this is too good not to share with our good listening audience that desire the things that be of God. It's a wonderful reminder of the Bible's consistency, its inspiration and accuracy. And dear friends, with that being said about the Bible, before we look at Jesus in the book of First Peter, here is a special track that's available for your listening to us today. A very special track and booklet that our J-Web will tell you how you can receive it absolutely free. Friends, we can look at this world and no doubt something is wrong. 
But did you know the Bible is right? We have a special free booklet we'd like to send you called "Something Is Wrong, But the Bible Is Right." It is an exceptional study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and lets us see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll free at one eight five five I G H six nine eight eight and leave your name, address, and just say Bible Tract. That's it. Again, call toll free at one eight five five I G H six nine eight eight and please leave your name, address, and just say. Bible tract. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the contact tab, and leave us the same information: name, address, and type Bible tract in the message box. Another free offer of study from your friends here at International Gospel Hour. Now, back to our study. The pivotal person of the entire Bible, dear friends, is Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, we see the preparation God made for Jesus to come in the fullness of time. That's affirmed in Galatians 4:4. The overriding message of the Old Testament is Jesus is coming. And the message of the New Testament is that Jesus has come and He's coming again some day. And so we are not surprised when we notice that each chapter in the book of First Peter contains something about our Lord and Savior. So let's observe some of those things. When we go to chapter one, we see where Christ is our source of hope and our Redeemer. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to His abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. The living hope through Christ. Chapter one, verse three of First Peter. In chapter one, eighteen and nineteen, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like. Silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish, and without spot. Now Peter is writing to those who are Christians, those in Christ, and he speaks to those in Christ. He, he calls them strangers due to the fact that this earth is not their final dwelling place, and they are truly citizens of heaven. And it was these people that had Christ as their source of hope and owned Him as their Redeemer. That's not true of unbelievers or the world at large. Sadly, most people were not willing to believe in, obey, and suffer for the cause of Christ, and that is as true today as it was when Peter penned these words. Of course, because Christ was resurrected from the grave, He's given us a living hope, and as one is faithful in Christ, he has hope of being boldly or having a boldly or a bold bodily resurrection at the last day to live eternally with the Savior. Jesus is described as the Redeemer, and we have hope and joy in our lives because we have been bought out of slavery by the blood of Christ. Consider chapter two, wherein Christ is the chief cornerstone, our example and our sin bearer. In verse six, He is the chief cornerstone. Therefore, it is also contained in Scripture: I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on Him will by no means be put to shame. In verse twenty-one, he is our example that we should follow in his steps. And in verse twenty-four, he bore our sins in his own body on the tree. These readers, the faith that they had was built upon the foundation of Christ. The church of which these people were a part was built upon the fact that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Dear friends, how powerful it is to see that example. And the pattern that Jesus is in our lives, 
He bore our sins on the cross, and because of his death we can be righteous. And these readers had taken advantage of his death by being buried with him in baptism, Romans 6, 3 and 4. In chapter 3 of 1 Peter, Christ is our Lord and Master, affirmed in 2 Timothy, or rather 1 Peter, rather, 3.15, to sanctify the Lord God in our hearts. He is our Lord. In verse 22, He's gone in the heavens and is at the right hand of God. We are subject unto Him. To these readers, Jesus was their Lord and Master. They recognized His authority and accepted it. They placed their lives under His direction and control. Dear friends, we are to sanctify the Lord God in our hearts, and there is to be a special place in our hearts for Him. He is to have first place. And as Jesus is now ruling and reigning in heaven at God's right hand over His people, may He rule in our lives. Chapter 4 of First Peter looks at Christ as our sufferer. In verse 1, Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind, for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. We also note in verse 13, we are to partake of the sufferings of Christ, that when His glory is revealed, that we also may be glad with exceeding joy. Jesus came in the flesh, John 1.14, so that He could suffer and die for us. He had to suffer before He could be glorified. Because Jesus humbled himself to suffer, God the Father glorified him, placing him at his own right hand. And at his return, Christians will have joy as they are glorified, according to 1 Peter 5, 6. Let's now go to chapter 5, where Christ is our chief shepherd. That's affirmed in chapter 5 and verse 4. Dear friends, when the church organization is correct and complete, each congregation has a local eldership. It is the responsibility of the eldership to oversee or to shepherd the congregation. But even elders are not the head of the local congregation. They are shepherds, but there is a cheap, cheap, rather, shepherd, Jesus Christ. He is the good shepherd, John 10, that guides, comforts, leads, and feeds his followers through his word. This shepherd will never leave us, and he, even though through the valley of the shadow of death, we think of that in Psalm 23. Brother Colson comes to a beautiful conclusion. If you are a child of God, then Jesus is your hope, your Redeemer, the chief cornerstone, your example, and your sin-bearer, your Lord and Master, the one who suffered for you, and your chief shepherd. Whether or not you are a Christian, one day He will be your judge. What an awesome study. Dear friends, let's continue our thoughts of study very quickly. As since we're speaking of Jesus, we have our wonderful study, Victory in Jesus, that's available just for you. Here is our J-Webb. We are so thankful for you, our listeners, and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study offer on this program is Victory in Jesus, a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Victory Study, in the message box. 
We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff and our study. And dear friends, what a great study it's been, and we are out of time. We'll continue at another time. And thanks for joining me today here on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I am Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope first that it glorified God, but second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.